Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Digital tools, new tool to assess net regioning and strategies in beta testing. You can predict Discoculia in kindergarten, try subtraction a different way, and your mistakes may not be careless after all. This is our podcast for week 36 in 2021, and welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, to help us review the links for this week. Welcome Dr. Schroeder. Absolutely, welcome back. Um, it is always good to have you here because we have these wonderful, wonderful links and we'd like to get some backgrounds and some information about it. We have wonderful links. The first one is interesting. It is about digital tools. What can we find here? Yes, uh, this is made by a group of teachers and math specialists dedicated to developing math education and improving teaching in both primary and secondary settings and they have developed a whole a curriculum a lot of uh, information is there very well presented in in um, print and their aim is also to inspire everyone to love math as much as they do and that really uh, perspires in the materials they, uh, okay, right. they produce yes absolutely okay. now at this moment they are sharing uh, really wonderful digital manipulatives and it's on their website white rose math so math with an s okay, they are yeah, from the uk from their um, newest tools um, and uh, they work fine attractive to use a very colorful uh, just with a click, a uh, big button, so easy for kids to get That's used good. to. Yeah. And um, when you click on them, it starts with a page that outlines how to use it with the eye um, information. And um, this is just a start. So there are three right. uh, manipulatives um working uh, right now well, they have a huge team huh? i see they their, have a, uh, they have a huge team, team. Yeah. yes yes um so um they've done some some hard work and right. it pays off they got it right and i look forward to more of their uh, manipulatives i've already used their algebra tiles works like a charm and uh their al- algebra tiles also have um two variable tiles because most of the algebra tiles uh, apps that we see currently only have the x and the x squared okay. but they also have the x the y and the y squared there so we go. Here we well go. done uh, <laughs> white rose math definitely people that love their math our next link actually uh shows a very familiar face uh somebody who we know and love and this is from dr Sarda herself it is a new tool a new tool to assess math reasoning and strategies and it's in beta testing what have you been doing well we've been uh developing this system we call it mars um math assessment of reasoning and strategies um because i feel that the regular testing that's going around uh that only um, uh, is working by right or wrong 
counting is not telling you the full story. We need to know where our student stands with their reasoning and their strategies, because usually kids with dyscalculia stick to simple strategies that do not work when you go to a higher uh, grade, when you have larger numbers, it gets cumbersome, and then they get either uh, the wrong answer or they get discouraged. Okay. So what we do with this testing is it um, shows you a number of questions and a map or list with possible answers how that student or, or adult um, will like to solve your question. So it's and not a multiple choice for the student, right? No. This is a... It's more an observation from the whoever is assessing that child. You need to ask in what way did you get the answer or how do you tackle this question or how did you do that? You want to know their reasoning, their okay. thinking behind their answer. And then you can that answer in the system. Exactly. That's how it works. All right. So uh, once you have um, written down the way they have answers all the questions, mm -hmm. then you can enter their responses online. That is just tick the, tick the boxes, the boxes right. very fast. And if you like, you can also enter some comments for yourself. If you like to keep that for later, okay. you can type it in. And now your uh, program is gonna do an uh, analysis of the responses and give you an overview of where that student or adult uh, is with their reasoning strategies. Okay. And that means what is the next stage that will be in reach and also right. some suggestions of activities to reach that next stage. On how to get stage. there. Okay. Right. Because that, that's that, often missing, of course. That is often missing. So if right. you only get an assessment that says this or that is wrong, but not suggest... Right what to do about it, you're still in okay. limbo. Okay. So in my practice, I see too many people where the school has only assessed them on those, like I said, answers uh, with a right or wrong um, uh, counting. But if you find out what the strategies and what the reasoning is that they apply, you can really use that for their benefit and help them to develop the next stage. If you don't use the stage where they are, but another stage that you might like they would be, right. then the step is too large and they cannot follow it. Okay. So that doesn't work. So you can compare it with cooking. Uh, when your dish is almost ready, you uh, taste it, but instead you just saying whether it's ready or not, you find out what is still missing right, in terms exactly. of the spices okay. and add your whatever oregano basil or, or whatever you like to the meal to get it to the next stage and the better taste good, so good, likewise good, good. Like we it. need to be masters in our classes and sessions with uh students and adults who have trouble with math and prepare them a recipe that they will get from where they are now what they have already cooked to the, the next thing stage. that they need okay. to add. I love it. 
I love it. Very good. And uh, and I understand that this is in beta testing. And next year, you're presenting this to the Learning right. uh, Disabilities Association of the United I States. I will. But, um, okay, but what I year. didn't mention, we keep this system free. Right. So please click on it. Use it to your advantage. When you have uh, comments or suggestions, you can always shoot us an email. But uh, mainly we made this because uh, the regular testing is missing so many um, answers and so many opportunities. Right. And also I want okay. to help uh, teachers who want to yes. uh, help those students. And they need more information exactly about where that student is. It sounds like a wonderful, wonderful tool. Now, our next link, it says you can predict dyscalculia in kindergarten. Is that true? Why do we then get children in high school where we discover dyscalculia? <laughs> I don't even want to go uh, we there. We don't want to go there, but uh, yeah. Tell this us about is an that. article in uh, Early Childhood Quarterly, and mm -hmm. it comes from no less than the group of Berthe Smet in Leuven, in Louvain, in okay. Belgium. And uh, we know him, uh, he has uh, published with his group a lot of very in-depth studies about dyscalculia. And the short answer for your question is, yes, you can figure out already in kindergarten uh, those kids who uh, will highly likely um, get trouble in math later on. Okay. Actually, um, research by, uh, by this group shows that um, the working with Arab Arabic numerals, so, so your regular written uh, number system, uh -huh. most likely predicts who will have trouble uh, later on in arithmetic in their school career in grade three, four, and five. Okay. And this means that we could already recognize and pick up those students who have a math learning different difficulty in kindergarten and start to be proactive and that help them wonderful. with intervention. Yeah. That is so important. We all know that the effectiveness and, and actually the cost effectiveness also of early intervention is best. The only thing that lacks is interventionists. Yes. So we need more people yes. who are knowledgeable on the field and uh, can help those students because we can figure we can find the students right but now, now we need, we need, need, <laughs> we need this now we, tutors to help we need them. the tutors to help them absolutely our next link says uh, try uh, subtraction a different way how would we do that i mean one number without the other number i mean how are we going to do that a different well, way? Well, there are many different ways of finding a difference. And this is a wonderful blog post from Marilyn Burns. Uh, she started MB Math for Marilyn Burns. Okay. And she shows how you can do subtraction instead of sticking to the good old uh, algorithm in different ways. What they actually <coughs> do is breaking a complicated subtraction down into parts. So instead of doing 5,000 minus 328 and then starting to regroup all the thousands into 10 hundreds, the 10 hundreds into the tens and yeah. the tens into the ones and then doing that by that time some of the kids have already lost it. Um, 
they split the number to subtract in parts. So they'll do 5,000 minus 300 first. And that is okay. If you can do that, then you get 4,700. Uh, Next, they subtract the 20. And that leaves them with uh, 4,680. And finally, they subtract the 8. And the final answer is very correctly 4,672. So this is the way where a student can uh, record his or her thinking and get to the answer uh, in a way that uh, makes sense to him or her and uh, explore different ways to make calculations. That is very, very important because um, I see that for many years, sometimes even to the end of middle school, our calculation is presented to students in a kind of canned prefab way with only that column algorithm, which is right. certainly not the only way of doing it. I do not see enough number lines. I do not see enough creative ways of subtracting it. And um, I feel that when a student connects to a calculation in their personal way, that is very beneficial. And we should not discourage that. We should take time to understand how the student does that. Actually, that is a strategy of thinking, like I mentioned in the previous post. So uh, very nice that uh, Ms. Marilyn Burns yeah brings that to the attention of many teachers because I don't think all of them actually realize uh, that you can do it differently. Right, 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 right. Sometimes they just stick to the book and the book gets one algorithm and that's how we do it. Okay, well, it brings us to our last link and it says your mistakes may not be careless after all. What is meant by that? Well, this is from the Attitude magazine and they uh, mention very useful details here. They start with uh, math anxiety and explaining a lot of details about that. And also a lot of signs and symptoms of uh, developmental dyscalculia. Now students may have various uh, challenges. They may have ADHD and make some mistakes that will seem to be as the famous careless mistakes right but they're not always careless maybe they really do not understand how the system works and i have seen so many reports about oh that was just a careless mistake so that student must have adhd and that's the only issue so right. written well, in at them and you know problem solved <laughs> well we also know that there is a big overlap between adhd and particularly those kids have um, limited uh, working memory and limited working memory is one of the um, underlying issues for dyscalculia. So there is a big overlap okay. between the two diagnoses and just um, writing it off as, oh, that's just a careless mistake. So it's only ADHD. We should I think explore it's, it a little bit further. Then. It's uh, looking at the tip of the iceberg that more under the water. So this is an encouragement. This is an encouragement to explore those so-called 
um, careless, mistakes. careless mistakes a little bit more, ask the student why he did it that way, and uh, figure out if that is actually a, a trouble with the math uh, itself. So the article we link to is really an encouragement to teachers, tutors, and parents to be alert and get this um, learning dif uh, disability diagnosed as soon as um, possible and make sure that uh, intervention is, uh, is in place. So that's one of the links that I really encourage you to uh, click on yourself, read it in full and also find out that the visual spatial processing that we are a little bit um, under emphasizing in our American education is very uh, influential. Okay. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights. We hope to see you again next week. Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and uh, you can find her all over the place, all over the web. And uh, her life mission is to help these children with Discoculia. The best way you can help, my dear listeners, is to go out to her website, Discoculia Services, browse that and, and look at all the various things that she does, but also uh, consider and become a Discoculia tutor yourself. And for that, all the information is at the website, discoculiatutortraining.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.